Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Definitely more entertaining than All-Star Weekend. It's the Hoops and Half Bisons podcast. I'm your host, Don Benham. With me, as always, is my fellow Maz fan for life, my bro host, Ruben Tomas. Are you enjoying the all-star festivities here? Um, Juan Toscano got robbed. Uh, he was trying to do it for the culture. It did not work. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was doing it for the culture and the culture lost. The culture, yeah, the culture lost one today. Uh, yesterday. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been fine, dude. I just I have it on the background now, just vibing out. Like, I don't give a fuck. Sure. <laughs> so, well, speaking of vibing out, joining us today is the wonderful, amazing. You can find him on Twitter at Slingy. Is there a number? I forget. Twenty-four. 24. Slingy twenty-four. Grant, welcome back to the podcast, sir. What's up? Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to talk about uh, Darius Garland's uh, All Star MVP day. <laughs> 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 He's our resident Ca- uh, Cavericks fan, I should say. Yes. And oh, uh, I never thought of that. <laughs> well, I, I remember during uh, the 2011 stuff, there was like an entire section of like Cleveland Mavericks supporters uh, just as an anti LeBron thing. So they had like, yeah, like the Dallas uh, Mavaliers. Um, that shirt, the shirt, had, dude, they, I've, always, yeah. I've wanted that shirt. Yeah, the yeah the, the Cavericks. There's a lot of stuff on there, so it's oh, kind of neat. Fun, fun fact: I think the highest Slovenian population in America, besides Miami, is in Cleveland. It is. So I yeah. know they. I know they love Luca out there too. Yeah. So, good to know. Good I need to learn a Slovenian word that is not Luka Doncic. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, just just as like a you know like a cheers or a uh hello something, thank you thank yeah, you thank you <laughs> or yeah something because like all star yeah i need to hey. how to say hell yeah and like just cuss words <laughs> like but. so for all of our slovenian listeners please uh, tune in uh with as many slovenian cuss words as you can please yeah. Uh, I'd actually really enjoy trying to learn all those. <laughs> I, I saw someone say, uh, was it we need a we need a uh, a slur for toddlers? And then they said <laughs> in the in the Ukraine they have a word. I, I of course can't remember the the Ukrainian word, but it roughly translates to shitlings. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cultural stuff that I want to know about. Give me give me the deep cuts, okay? Honestly, I thought you were gonna say we should just call this the slur grant that's where i thought you were going. <laughs> or maps network yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you little, i'm gonna call my son you little maps network in a couple of years oh god man well, i know anyway um 
we had two games this week, I guess. Uh, game against the Heat, which is always a fun time because of obviously 2006, 2011, even though it's been... 2006 was, what, 16 years ago now, which is crazy? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that finals can drive a car now, which yeah, is weird. It's, yeah, it's fucking weird. Uh, we won that game, even though they're top of the East. Um, I think that was our first game with uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, Davos Bertons. And Bertons, yeah. Bertons and, Bert- and Bertons actually went off, dude. He had 12 points. I think, he had the, mm-hmm. I think that was the most points he had um, in the last like month with the Wizards. So totally like that's great. That's that's just a good time. Uh Maxi Cleaver obviously going off, you know, five for ten, nineteen points. Luke obviously doing Luca things. Uh, Dorian Finney Smith had a great game. Jalen Brunson had a great game. Like I'm looking at the stats here right now. I'm trying to remember like it seems like everybody who played like did something good. Even like Sterling Brown, who had like an assist. Good for him. <laughs> like <laughs> despite playing six minutes, like you know, like it was good like you know it was a good game like to watch uh again like it's been weird for me because like it's like my wife's like birthday time you know so like her birthday goes on saturday last saturday but then um her parents wanted to do stuff on tuesday so i was like, okay cool so i missed like like 70 i missed the first three quarters of that game you know um you just because i was doing stuff yeah, I really needed the fourth, really. Like, you know, that's what she thinks, too. She's like, you don't have to watch the first and the fourth quarter. You know what goes on between. I'm like, yeah, but, uh, I mean, good game. I don't know if you guys have any uh, any insight or anything to add to that. It's always but, good to watch the, watch the Mavericks beat the Heat in one way or another. I mean, I don't have the vitriol that I used to have for that franchise, uh, really, since Dwayne Wade retired. Like, that's, I think, once once the torch was passed to... Uh, Jimmy Butler and Bam out of Bow. I was a, been a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been waiting. Someone needed to tee me up for it. It was going to be me. Um, and uh, I, I, I still, I dig that team. I think that team does the right things. And like, um, even though you know Butler was a huge free agent signing, and you know they traded for uh, Lowry, like you know big game hunting, but like. I just think they build the team the right way, you know. I and I, yeah. I, I absolutely a hundred percent buy into Heat culture, and I love it. Um, I am all about like just the insane sociopath uh, training schedules and just just disgusting competitiveness. It's fantastic, and I'm yeah. I want to I want to see the Heat healthy because I think they've they've weirdly gone under the radar, even though they're top of these. Like I, I feel like I don't hear any disc. I feel. Probably because like the Ben Simmons James Harden trade has just taken over everything, yeah. and like no one's talking about the teams that are actually winning and performing and doing well. Um, much like no one's talking about like the Suns or the Heat, and that's probably going to be our finals matchup if I had to guess. Like maybe maybe Suns Bucks, Mavs Bucks maybe, um, but Nugs Bucks, dude. Nugs Bucks would be fun. Um, the Grizzlies Cavs. Grizzlies Cavs. That would actually that, that would actually be really, that'd be really fun, but also would piss off a lot of uh, advertisers. Absolutely, <laughs> it would piss it, me off. But. <laughs> yeah, the Midwest Showdown. Um, even though Memphis is technically South, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's still South. I everything's so close up there now. Like I, I'm pretty certain, like the the U.S. map is just wrong. 
like Texas <laughs> needs to be bigger than what it looks like on every map ever. It like, feels like it, bro. Because it looks, like, yeah. No, I mean, I've driven nine hours and not get gotten out of Texas, and like, I mean, yeah. If you do that, you're crossing like four straight state lines if you're in Tennessee, depending yeah. on which way you're going. I mean, like I've done, you know, Dallas to El Paso, which is crazy because El Paso is like in between, like the midpoint between El Paso and California, like like Los Angeles, which is crazy. I've done Dallas to like the Valley, so like McAllen sure. all area. So it's like it's fucking insane how big this stupid ass state is. <laughs> but, yeah, I've yeah. done the the Colorado drive, and yeah, you never. You never that's, leave Texas for most of it. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I've done that drive before. Too. That's it's not that bad. I, it's you know, it's, a, it. it's a drive, but it's you know. I will say once you get out of El Paso, like the country just turns into a better place. <laughs> it's it just looks nice. Like, it looks yeah, nice. I, I like like I, like uh, New Mexico is gorgeous. Like I mountains, just, like yeah, mountains, mountains, plateau. Yeah, plateaus. Is that right? Uh, I will say though, in my in my no fjords trip, though. My, oh my goodness! And my road trips out east. If you go on I twenty, the like it's the complete opposite kind of beautiful. Like if you go if you go west, it's more like mounds and like desertish kind of looking stuff. But if you go out east, it's all like trees. For some reason, the sky is closer to you. I guess the elevation or whatever. I don't. I don't know how that works. I'm not a scientist, but the trees and all the greenery is is awesome when you when you head out I twenty going towards like Atlanta and stuff. I don't, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I will, I've made the trip out to Florida a couple of times, and uh, I think Louisiana needs to fork over some casino money to fix their goddamn roads. We've gotten off topic. <laughs> what was the other game? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I Sorry, I wanted to talk about the heat. Uh, oh, please. To touch no, on what Don ahead. said. Don nailed it. Uh, they, their, their culture has been outstanding forever. Obviously, Pat Riley is going to do right on every step of the way. I don't have the same feelings I had towards them in 2011 because – I mean, Dwayne Wade's gone. Everyone on that team is gone. It's not really important. But wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Has oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah. He he's the one they've like killed four times. Is like this weird sacrificial killing, and he's like still alive. Like each successful Heat season is like he he has to like lose a finger or something. Oh, he's played games this year. What I didn't know that. Yeah, he he came in for. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say he played games. He came in and called somebody and <laughs> got, went back to the bench. But uh, I, yeah, they, uh, we call that a, a Udonis double double. This week comes in two fouls. So I don't remember what exactly he did this season, but I remember last season. Maybe it was even the bubble season, but he came in literally a week to go in the season hadn't played all year like a week to go or something in the season played just like a couple minutes and then like fouled somebody i think yeah. he fouled out and then he just like never played again that was it the Udina god. special god so crazy dude but yeah they also they also beat the mavs in uh 2017 when they drafted when we whiffed on bam Adebayo, and uh that's that's how they've been able right. to build their team so perfectly drafting bam Drafting hero and then um, obviously yeah. signing all the major free agents. Your Josh, Jimmy Chase, Butler, your, yeah. Your your Butler, your Lowry, and then and then of course finding Duncan Robinson, finding guys H- like that is huge. H- Hassan Whiteside. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, ha- that was the thing that happened. He was good. It's okay. And, and Ma- Mavs fairness. network is is smiling now. He was crying <laughs> in the beginning, but he's smiling now. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, Whiteside. That it's actually pretty remarkable that they got off that con you know what i mean like they they traded that for 
God, I, well, I know they traded him to Portland. God, these are this is like nine uh, Hassan Whiteside transactions ago, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. But like, um, yeah, it's kind of it, you see smart teams get rid of players past like before they have like their dip, and that's why I'm, I'm really interested to see how the Porzingis trade works out. Is like you know a lot of people are like oh he's underselling his value and like last time that we like. I mean, it was a different situation since it was free agency, but we like when we let Chandler Parsons go and we got Harrison Barnes, everyone was like, what the hell are you doing? This is like, you know, because all they saw was just thinking like, oh, here's a guy that wasn't that productive on the Warriors. And then we just let our best, most productive player go. But then like one of those guys is still very much in the league and very important to a well still very important to a franchise uh, i don't know if it's going to be the kings uh, next year but um it's it, it's i would say the mavericks have definitely had some foresight that has you know l- looking back at it looks like they were actually pretty right about a lot of those things with maybe i think like they're just the biggest whiff is clearly like uh uh tyson chandler um yeah. But like, I mean, we couldn't have been more right with the Chandler Parsons uh, Harrison Barnes transaction. At least one of those was an asset at one point. So, see, you said people were freaking out. I wasn't on Twitter or anything really, besides sure. just seeing the news back then. But uh-huh. I remember distinctively being like, absolutely, like this is how is how are the, how is Memphis messing this up so bad? I know it was 2016, and you had to spend money because of the spike, but like. Right? Could they not have gone for Harrison Barnes? Could they not have allocated that money elsewhere? Like, how did they not see that that Chandler Parsons was, you know, was it three knee surgeries in three seasons, or it was at least yeah. two? It was crazy. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, like Timothy Mozgov was the first free agent. So I remember this distinctly. Yeah. Oh, he, was, yes. he was one of the first guys announced, like one of the first Woj bombs that season, and like. He got over ten million dollars a year at uh, in the Lakers or on the Lakers, and I'm like, this dude's name is synonymous with just getting dunked on. Like you just <laughs> got mozgoved, and this guy just got ten million dollars to warm a Lakers bench. Like, <laughs> like that was also the Luol Deng contract. There's so many. Funny. Yeah, I was uh, about uh, to say. Nic- Nicholas Batum was another one. Um, Andre Drummond. I mean, you know, we say that name a million times, and he was a, at least a you know, defensive all NBA player back then. Totally. And like, and what was it? Connolly got paid that year too. And like, had not only to get paid, it was the most, it was the biggest contract in NBA history. I think. Yeah. For a guy that had at the time was never an all-star. No, never an all-star. I mean, he was the second best player for that franchise ever, but you know, yeah. yeah. At the time. So let's see. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to a game number two, you know, we go on a, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, We'll talk about off-season, or Mavericks off-seasons of off-seasons past all day with Grant. That's why I miss him. Exactly. (laughs) So the last game before uh, going into the All-Star break, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, I didn't realize it's like 10 days long, Jesus. But, um, you know, uh, winning against the Pelicans, which should have been a win either either way, um, made it really close in the end at the fourth quarter because Luca and company were just dicking around for, yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason. Like Luca was just like fucking around the last like five minutes, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Like this is not what we need to be doing. Um, again, scored forty nine points. Like I maybe so mad that he scored forty nine because it's just like it's a bad number. Like it needs to be a, a, a fifty. <laughs> like you know, like um, it's to balance out the fifty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. If you combine those and divide it to fifty, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like um, he was keeping the splits even, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Josh Green starting, getting a uh, twenty-five minutes uh, over two <laughs> for the field. Hey, but he points. was huge. He was. He was. He, he did. Was huge. He, he did a little stuff off. You know, a little stuff you don't catch on the on the uh, stat sheet. You know, Spencer did what he had a good game. Still hasn't had a turnover with us yet, which is great. Um. I kind of like how they're doing his minutes so far, where like he's getting like starter type minutes, but he's off the bench either way. Um, Davis Bertans look like shit, actually. Yeah. <laughs> One for seven from three. Uh, luckily, we didn't really, didn't need his three point shooting too much this game. Um, Pelicans are weird. Uh, CJ McCollum on that team like is actually working out pretty well for him. Stat like personal stat wise. Uh, had 38 points. I think he had like some like 16 points in the fourth quarter, which is crazy. Um, Brendan Ingram looked like shit. Uh, six for 21 <laughs> from the field. Uh, but when he did score, <laughs> I'd be like, damn, dude, this guy's good. You know, like that was very much for me, like a like that boy nice, like just watching. I wasn't even like boy worried nice. about the stuff he was missing. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Um, of course, Valanciunas, like just killing us. Um, who could have saw that coming? <laughs> and then Jackson Hayes had a good game, it looked like, so. I mean, not too much to say about this game. Just like we dicked around, you could tell that the guys were tired and just wanted to go to All Star break. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's very much like like the two games, um, or not the two games we lost, but the um, oh, who was that first team we? Oh, the uh, the 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 Magic game. It's very yeah. much like Luca yeah. uh, being a mouse or being a, a cat playing with a mouse. Yeah, should have yeah. won. Should have won the Magic game. Should have won this game. Yeah, and, and shouldn't have gone the way it did, but. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, good game. I mean, we won. That's all that matters, really. But just like, damn, dude. Like, you cannot be dicking around like this. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Like, again, Davis Breton's going one for seven is not going to cut it when it gets to the playoff time. <laughs> so it's not going to cut it. But if he's going to continue to, you know, have these bad stretches, it's good to get it out of the way now. True, that is true. Yeah, because I think after that, when we go back, we only have like twenty five games. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. I'm also yeah. really interested to kind of see the production or where I want to see how, how much better Dinwiddie and Bertans are after, you know, a, a week of practice, you know, and actually mm-hmm. like, like you were just like giving some handshakes, getting your number and playing two games or three, two or three, either way. Um, and, and just, you're just kind of be at the, like, all right, do something, you know, like they don't know our scheme yet. They don't know, you know, where the best place is. And to be honest, Luca doesn't know what their best spots are either. So it's yeah, like, no, yeah. that's, that's the fun. Like the, that's, that's why I'm always really hesitant about like, pull the trigger on a bunch of trades, like, like especially mid season. Cause like there's an adjustment period to like, you know, to chemistry, to like figuring out what works and what doesn't. Um, and I, I think that it's probably going to be a better situation than with Porzingis. There was a whole lot of like, your turn, my turn kind of feel to the offense. And um, if we just have like, but I feel like ultimately everyone's still very involved. Like it doesn't feel like, all right, everyone sit and watch Luca play. Like Luca gets other people open. You know, it doesn't feel quite as, uh, as boring as watching like peak James Harden. Like, uh, and because a lot of the times I just feel like he would just dribble the air out of the ball and then, you know, get go get free throws. <laughs> like <laughs> that was pretty much his entire game. Um, like Luca will take over in some instances, but it, it's look. He looks 
it looks to me like Luca tries getting everybody involved and like finding people in their the exact spots that they want to be in. Like that's that's gonna be fun to see if uh, we can start, you know, getting Bertans more wide open looks because well, there was some. I, I'm also just really interested to see what happens to Spencer and Bertans like now that they're playing winning basketball in this culture. Like it's it's different. It's just a whole different. Like you just have a little bit of extra effort you know a little more pep in your step when you're not having to like suffer through bradley beal's bullshit i think i i'm gonna go on a tire i think bradley beal is maybe one of the more overrated uh superstars that we have and I, you know what yeah man sure you need some help but like it's amazing how many times like just like quick injuries start becoming a part of it and like i don't know i feel like he, he's been someone that's been crowned before he actually really did anything and everyone's wanted like, Oh, what's, you know, he's always been kind of a huge superstar name that, um, what has he really done aside from just like be good stats on a bad team guy? Uh, the 2014 Eastern conference finals, he lost to LeBron. Yeah, that's true. That was like the one time where I was like, Oh shit, this guy is, but it wasn't even him. Or maybe it was 13. Uh, but I was was, was like, it was Paul Pierce. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was Walton Paul Pierce. It wasn't. I mean, Brad had his had his good games. Uh, you're right. He, he hasn't done much, but it's still like like yeah. That's also, it's also just a it's Washington also, thing. Sure. Yeah. There's also there's also the fact that it's the Wizards. Yeah. Which they have like a good foundation, but from what it sounds like, I mean, they were fighting in the locker rooms and and everything else. Yeah. Like when Davis at his like that press conference was like yeah like you know you had we were fine for minutes and no one knew who was gonna get minutes when when they was you know and i was like oh this is interesting he's very candid about this he did not like to be there it looks like so which is well, weird, sh- he signed that contract so i don't know well, but, but it's also like i mean to it's really funny seeing that like basically nobody won out of the wizards uh uh wizards westbrook con or trade <laughs> like the lakers certainly yeah. aren't doing better because of it and like none of the Laker players wanted to really be in Washington. <laughs> I mean, like there was this weird stuff. Like at the beginning, like I saw the Wizards, uh, Mavs play uh, earlier. Uh, I want to say in December, or November, and it like I was like, oh, this is a team that's really like clicking. Like this is mm-hmm. like they're they're really good. And like, I I don't know what dissolved between them. I don't know if it was just you know they just had hot shooting, and then once the shots stopped falling, they're like. Hey, it turns out we actually hate it, each other. I don't know. Yeah, they started like six and one, I think, something like that. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. Really hot. I was like, oh shit, they actually might be good this year somehow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got some solid pieces. They um, do. Yeah. Obviously, sure. Rui being you know out for two and a half months for personal reasons is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Denny's yeah, playing outstanding really... defense. Thomas Bryant needs to needs to come back. Bradley Beal yeah. needs to get it together. Well, I mean, like he's gone for the season. It's just like tank. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. Like if K- if you have KP on your team and he's not playing, just tank. Like just get a high draft pick, dude. Yeah. Like, you I know, mean, we can talk we can talk the Mavs about that later. But you know, <laughs> we've also seen it. Like KP's not going to affect winning that much, especially without Bradley yeah. Beal. Yeah. So I mean, so, yeah. But you know, uh, I wish Harrell. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I still love KP. I'm kind of happy that you know. I'm sure everyone has is relieved. Every time there's an injury report, not having to look at that, yeah, <laughs> look at that, yeah. So I think you know, now, now it's just uh, Sterling Brown's a weird foot thing, yeah. And then, and then, uh, and Tim's, Trey, you know, Trey Burke's shoulder, 
yeah, something, you know, some of the little stuff, but I don't know. My like my thoughts on the trade. Obviously I wasn't very happy when it went down, but mm. it was because of what we gave up for KP, not what we got for him. Giving up, you know, two I think it was two seconds and two first, plus Dennis Smith Jr. It might have only been one second. Uh but for Dennis Smith Jr. and 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 only getting back, you know, good role players who are making a lot of money out of it's not uh it's not the most ideal thing when yeah. you're a guy like me who values, you know, draft picks, but I don't know. We, we probably never will. So I know. I mean, you know, the, the jury's still out, I think, you know, cause we didn't really have anything to do last draft this year. I think we have our drafts. So we have our picks. So we'll see. We'll see what happens for now. Uh, yeah. We can't but, trade yeah. that. pick. Uh, real, no, we no. can't trade that pick until draft day. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So, <laughs> but, at, at least in order to pay Brunson what he should be making from us, we're going to have to shed one person. And the easiest way to shed one of those guys is by attaching a pick to it. So Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get into questions. But before we get into questions, we have a special sponsor today. Yes. A special sponsor. Guys, we're, today's Sunday. Uh, what is the date? February 20th. Uh, Sunday, February 20th, it's it's 1040 as we're recording this, and I'm just assuming it'll be out uh, by by 1.30 p.m. What what are y'all doing today at 1.30 p.m.? What do y'all got going on? I don't know. I might, uh, do some gar- might do some gardening. Some gardening? Okay. Yeah. Take Give care of my kid, probably. Taking care of your kid, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what y'all can do in the background while y'all do both those things? What's up? What, what can we do, Grant? At 1.30. Our time, 2.30 Eastern, of course. Uh, the Daytona 500 is 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 popping. The NASCAR season is starting. Right, we're going fast and we're turning left. We we, we were talking about road tripping. I I assume Don was gonna say he he went over to Daytona and and watched the race, but he didn't. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to come on and and spew the. I just wanted to come on and talk about my Lord and Savior, say the word of my Lord and Savior NASCAR. Um, I haven't been on this podcast in about a year. We Last time I was on, we were doing a trade deadline last year. Um, since then, I've, I started a, a NASCAR podcast called Go Fast, Turn Left. And I just wanted to come on today and to tell you all that it exists and to watch NASCAR because it means a lot to me. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, and it's never been a better time to get into it. There's a brand new car. They don't race the same slow cars they've been running the last five years. They changed everything. It's, it's the, the new car is supposed to level out the playing field. The better teams will still be the better teams. The better drivers will still be the better drivers. But they're supposed every uh, chassis is exactly the same to start. So guys that normally have talent but don't have the equipment are going to be able to compete more. And that's huge for, for a sport that has had problems with parity uh, in the past. You know, Jimmy Johnson winning, winning everything always. Um, so yeah, if you go onto my Twitter, at Slingy24, I have an article posted. It's just screenshots of the article because how it was originally supposed to happen didn't end up happening. So it's just screenshots of an article, but it, it's a really good read. It, it explains my, uh, my, my favorite driver, William Byron, number 24. Um, just to give you guys or anyone listening, if you're into gambling or whatever, I, William Byron is a good pick. He has 15-1 odds right now. 
Um, but I personally, if, if I was going with the safe bet, would go with Ryan Blaney. He's outstanding at these kind of tracks, and, and the Fords have been stupid fast all year so far. And then uh, if you're going with the long shot, there's a rookie named Harrison Burton, also a Ford driver, but he's looked outstanding too. So yeah, please pick your favorite number, find a favorite driver, and, and, and talk to me about NASCAR. I, I love it. Everyone should get into it. It's, it's really a great sport. It used to be the second most popular sport in America, and you know, obviously, all the all the big names left and retired. So it it's kind of taken a, a backseat to a lot of things. But recently, it's you know grown in, in popularity, and I want to do anything I can to to help spread the word about it because it really is a nice it really is a nice sport. It's an, something nice to do, you know, on a on a Sunday where there's no basketball because you know the basketball game tonight isn't a real game. The biggest stakes of the year. Yeah, so I, NASCAR, I don't, people ask me, why does NASCAR do their biggest race at the beginning of the year? I don't know the but I don't care. I love it. It's literally like, it, this is what I imagine, like, Chris, what people feel going from Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. That's like what I felt last night. And that's what I feel right now. Uh, the Daytona 500 is just always, part of the reason is because anyone kind of can win the Daytona 500. There's like surprising winners every now and again. So, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot, but uh, I won't dwell on it too much longer. Thank you guys for, for letting me say my piece. Everybody, go check out Go Fast, Turn Left, like it, subscribe it, review it. If you're going to get into NASCAR, you should be listening to that podcast. Grant, thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and, and telling us about it. Yo, thank you, all Of course. All right, let's see. Let's go and get into questions, guys. Um, so Juan, one of our contributors, asks, uh, why don't you love me? I do love you. Um, in all seriousness, what would be funnier if soccer had coaches challenges like in the NBA or if NBA had penalty shootouts? <laughs> I, I, love the- I, I love that idea. I've never thought of doing penalty shootouts or like a dunk contest to set, to settle a foul. <laughs> but it's but it's got to be it's got to be like the worst like free throw shooter on both sides. Oh. <laughs> we have Luca. <laughs> no, we have Luca. Luca if he's if he's shooting fucking 50 from 3, you know, he's only shooting like 40 from the free throw line. Playoff, so. playoff Luca misses free throws, man. <laughs> Overtime decided by a game of horse. God, that'd be so terrible. I would just like, I would love to see that. That'd be hilarious. I think I'd want to see that more than like a coach's challenge in soccer. I don't want to see a coach's challenge in sports I, I, I like. Um, I, I don't mind soccer, but like, I man, I cannot imagine the bitch fest of coaches complaining about a guy that didn't get hit but act like he got shot from a sniper tower like that oh man <laughs> the appeal of, of of football is like that it's constantly moving like to put any stoppages in that would be uh i i, I could I, I can't endorse it what would you want grant um skills challenge over time <laughs> not skills challenge what was what so what was the thing they were doing on friday i didn't really understand it but it was i i, I saw like josh giddy and evan mobley like on i think like, it was like a school challenge i think it's what it, it was, was like a, yeah but it was, it was like, like team, teams now it's weird they were recreating pop famous moments or so i don't know i don't know what it was but that let's do that for overtime <laughs> fuck yeah you, you get it. a you get a floater from the free throw line you get a right corner three you you know, shot from the top of the key, and that's how. Let's see. Next question comes from. Oh, it's Grant <laughs> filling in for Squish with even with the questions. 
Uh, Grant asks, who's winning hashtag Daytona 500? Like um, I said before, uh, y'all, y- y'all, y'all go. 41. Number three. Number three. 41. <laughs> Already <laughs> forgot the names, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, 41, so Ford. Austin Dillon actually won the Daytona 500 in 2018, so he's done it before. He's a decent enough play driver. Cole Custer, I don't think, has had too much success on these kind of tracks, but like I said before, I'm going with Ryan Blaney. Standing right. at the at these tracks, so yeah, Ryan Blaney's winning. All Daytona right. 500. Thanks, Grant. What a great question. <laughs> Next question comes from Chad. Um, can Marquise Chris play in the playoffs? I don't know what's happening. I mean, like he was so helpful and like so like he was just a real part of our second unit. And I, do you think all of his power was in his hair? <laughs> like Samson? So, yeah. Since like, since like since he got the haircut, he hasn't been as effective. I don't know. Man. I really don't know. Like, I think he can be effective in the playoffs. Like, and depending on like where he's starting at, like if he's coming off the bench against like a big that you know they can like that cater to his strengths. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. That's so like the rotations have been really weird. Where it's like, like even like Franklin Lakina will get like twenty minutes one night, and then it's like no minutes next night. And it's like, dude, like what's going on? And I think I think a lot of it for me is like I'm just like. I'm so like scarred from like KP having to be like, Oh, like I need, you know, to be in rhythm. And, you know, so now my brain's like, mm. does everybody need to be in rhythm? Like, what's the problem? You know, <laughs> so, you know um, I also have no problems with, with weird lineups during the regular season. Like yeah. I am all yeah. about that stuff. Like it's like, all right, yeah. cool. Let's see if this weird unit can work. Like I'm all, all centers are yeah. all, you know, yeah. all fucking yeah. guards, bro. Yeah. Theo Penson by himself. See what, yes. see how it works. <laughs> Oh, I think it comes more or less down to what Josh Green and Bertans are doing in the playoffs. Oh yeah, more yeah. more so that than what you know if Chris can play. If those two are playing their positions like they should be, then I mean, I don't really see the point of Marquise Chris. Like, yeah, he could come in and get some minutes, but I think if those two are are playing their at least average to their best basketball, then they should be getting the minutes over him. I think that's more of the question. But I, you know, with KP gone, also like. Really, since we've acquired those players, Max, if Maxi's not scoring nineteen or twenty points a game, then you look to go get a guy, get a guy like Chris Moore involved. So I think it more depends on those three guys. Th- so than it does Chris. Yeah, I I agree. Maxi, Maxi, and Chris's minutes are the ones that are more interchangeable. Like because right now we're we're kind of a donut team. We really don't have any bigs. Um, and I mean we we've got Powell, Maxi, and Chris ultimately. And like, I just looking at like some of the bigs that we'll have to face in the playoffs, that's going to be pretty rough. I mean, like if you're looking at Aiton or uh, Jokic or I mean, like or Gobert, like there's just a lot of teams that yeah. can really punish us, at, you know, inside. Um, hopefully we can avoid that. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, but I mean, you know, if, if we're playing small, you know, there's advantages to play. You know, I mean, Gobert has been played out of the playoffs pretty much yeah. his entirety of being in Utah. So it's, it's yeah. like it's not that big of a deal. It's not like we need a Gobert killer or whatever. We're not in the chase to find someone that can sort of guard Shaq, you know. Well, we have era. a Gobert killer. Who would that be? Dorian Finney. Finney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Let's fucking go. He's a jazz killer. 
did I tell you about the time that uh, Dodo liked one of my comments on Instagram? No. What? Yeah, it was it was super early. It was like like his his rookie year. Um, it was some he posted his own highlight of him just like absolutely posterizing a guy on a standing dunk. Um, and I, I can't remember who it was, but all I commented was, "Y'all want to see a dead body?" I love that, dude. Oh, I love that. I'm so happy. I'm so happy he got paid. Uh, let's see. Uh, awesome. ne- next question comes from uh, Mr. Slav Squat. <laughs> what the fuck? Ooh, okay. I love wow. that. I love that. Um, what do you think about our schedule post All Star break? If the Mavs get out of the second round, can we convince Luca to wear the headband like he did, like he wore in preseason practice? Ooh. And last question: Slavic team for All Star skills challenge t- uh, 2023 that'd be fun i actually would I, love that because you know this this year was like they had like the antichikumbo brothers and they had like the rookies it'd be kind of cool to have like the the um yeah, the all like, slavic so who who like all eastern would be under that yeah okay that's so just all eastern europe okay so that like, would be like luka Jokic. luka yeah. Jokic, bro like that's like that's all you really need i feel yeah, like yeah, who would be the third that's how now where i'm getting kind of like um uh, Hmm. I don't know geography. <laughs> Bogdanovich. Okay, Bog- cool. Oh, yeah. Or Dragic, dude. Like, you know, Dragic, like, Dragic, sure. If he's still is, little, uh, you know. Is Latvia Eastern Europe? Don't make fun of me. It, it, no, it is, I, I, it's, I, it's not. It's I, not. It's not, it's not. It's not. It is, but it's oh, not. Oh, it's not. Like it's yeah. Like, yeah. Who's the Croatian dude? Um, Herzonia? No, Herzonia. Is Herzonia still in the league? No, not Herzonia. No. Um, Zubak. Oh, Zubac. yeah. Yeah, Zubak. That'd be fun. It's a bunch uh, of big dudes. Bobby, I'd, I'd watch that. Eh, Bobby could be the fourth guy off the bench if he needs to be. <laughs> I love him, but no. I mean, um, the All Star Weekend is what Bobby's made for. Like, just put him out there, have him yeah. pl- play every event. Mm-hmm. I want to see Our him contest. do it. Exactly. Like he'd Three come up with. Some, well, and that's the thing. I I, I think really the All Star or the dunk contest has just gone to shit since they didn't give DSJ his 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 flowers. He should have he should have at least advanced Watch the next up. round because oh, yeah. I think. He was the most like exciting dunk prospect since like like it's so funny to me because I, I just remember like Levine the Levine Gordon battle was really the last like memorable dunk contest that we've had in a while and like it's so funny to me that Gordon has not won one of those <laughs> considering how many times he's done it like he literally was like I'm not doing he this ever robbed. again yeah he he's like robbed. I'm not doing this ever again so. yeah he he, he did get every robbed. time well yeah exactly and so. Well, uh, it's also just like what's made like the difference in the dunk contest recently has just been like who's put on the prettier costume, and I'm just I'm 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 over it. Like some guy wearing someone else's jersey, like yeah. or oh, I'm wearing a Michael Jordan Toon Squad jersey now, and well, that's I'm putting what... an NFT on my chain and wearing it around my neck, <laughs> and they're not doing the dunk, <laughs> and they're not doing the dunk. Goddamn, Jalen Green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he also asked, uh, "What do you think of our schedule post All Star break?" It's pretty Which, tough. To it's start. tough. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna be tough as shit, dude. <laughs> like, jazz Lakers or Jazz Warriors. Like Lakers, Lakers, we get back. Warriors. Yeah, Kings, Kings great. yeah, Kings, Jazz, yeah. <laughs> Knicks, Rockets, the, Celtics. Okay, like yeah, Knicks, Rockets, Celtics. It should be fairly simple, but um, but like, yeah, we're facing the Nets. Uh, that will probably have Ben Simmons and. But uh, yeah, I don't know what what Katie's situation is. I think he's just going to be for the playoffs, if I would imagine. But oh, like, I thought he was coming back after the All Star break. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I thought he was coming he, back. Yeah, 
They said he's coming back sometime, like after all yeah. surgery. Like, I, I, like, they, I, that could yeah. be, yeah, could be April first. Yeah, <laughs> <Sure>. you know, like, <laughs> but like but, we're, uh, we're, we're we're yeah we're going Nets than 76ers, which is pretty. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Narrative yeah. wise, that's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, that is, yeah. So like, it, it's a tough schedule. I mean, we're still making the playoffs. We're not like any any threat of like ha- like losing to like the play play in game or something like that. But like. Either way, it's it's going to be a we're going to have some real uh, angry Twitter moments in the next couple of uh, next couple of weeks. Absolutely, you guys are ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Drew. Um, I think it's mostly for me though. <laughs> when are you coming for, to a UNT game so you can see these dudes? They're they're in Fuego. Um, bro, green, I, green, baby. I haven't been to UNT, I haven't been to Denton in since my cousin got married. Um. I'd be I'd, like, it's crazy though, because like when I go back there, I'm always like, "Fuck, dude, this place is so much different than it was when I was in school." Um, it's, I'm down yeah, to go it's, though. It's really developed. Yeah, I'm down to go though. I just don't know when. You know, it obviously would have to, it'd have to be a weekend, um, just because I'm a teacher and I can't really miss work. <laughs> so, um, Denton Den road trip. Let's go. Yeah, I'm down. I'm totally down for it though. You know, maybe Don can play show up there and change there the weather. We go. Yeah, once I bring the winter with me, we can go into the indoor stadium, that is, and watch, and watch the Mean Green play. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt underneath said, uh, come watch uh, Law Tech, which is obviously a good program, um, or the mm. conference tournament, which I'd be down for the conference tournament. That sounds like fun as fuck. I think they play that in Frisco, actually. So I'm down. Yeah, I think so. you're right. I think they play that at the um, uh, the, the old Legends or I yeah. guess the the Legends Arena. Yeah, they play it somewhere. I think they play it somewhere up there. I'm down for that though. Um, cool. Uh, last question for the night um, or day comes from Mavs Sweeper. Mavs Broom asks, uh, <laughs> "What do you expect from Dinwiddie and Bertans uh, through the rest of the season?" Uh, I expect Dinwiddie to lead the second unit. Um, I expect Bertans to hit open shots. That is my only expectation of those two guys. Yeah. I expect them to be contributors and contributors in their own ways. Um, you know, I can definitely see like Bertrand's hitting a, a timely three here and there, you know, um, to extend the lead or get us back into a game. And I definitely expect uh, Spencer to go ahead and start leading that, leading that second unit, especially now that Jalen Brunson, who will be getting paid somehow, some way, um, is going to be a starter going forward. So, um, and it's good to have that kind of size and a guard on the bench anyway. Um, so and it, it's generally weaker competition and it's just, it's good for him. And, um, for that, as for the season and then for next year, like I can totally see, you know, their uh, images being rehabbed and then us being able to ship one or two, you know, for other pieces. So I think it's kind of what ultimately their goal is like the Mavs making that trade. So, and I mean, ultimately, like, um, I wa- like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people wanted this but i definitely was this uh, this past summer was all all aboard getting dinwiddie like, yeah it's definitely yeah. a guy i wanted i didn't want to trade Kate. going out and getting a guy like dinwiddie was, was something this team this team needed but i can't believe you guys let the nft joke fall right to me like i thought i thought <laughs> one of you were gonna say it. <laughs> but yeah i expect i expect bertans to hit open threes hopefully uh there was a NF3s, yes. There NF3s. was a stretch before the bubble. I think it was before. I believe it was before the bubble where Bertans was something ridiculous like 
70 uh, above 65 or 70 percent from from like 40 foot threes or something like that that's fucking crazy the, dude's <laughs> like, a, the dude is an absolute sniper he just this last season or this this last or this season with washington hasn't been hitting him and last season with washington wasn't hitting him but he's absolutely has the capability to do it so it'd be cool to see him do it and then i expect a spencer dinwiddie uh nft or two yeah, somewhere down the line. Somewhere yeah. somewhere this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally see that. Um, and those are all the questions today, guys. Right on. Uh, special thank you to Grant for hopping back on the pod. You will be on the pod again sooner than later. Uh, I can guarantee that. It's been it's always good having you on the talking thank ball. You. And uh, everyone needs to go listen to Go Fast, Turn Left, uh, the hottest NASCAR uh, podcast in the land. Uh, and, and, you know, there's, there's probably at least six other podcasts. So I know that he's going to be topping that soon. He'll be running around the corner. He's going to win the Daytona 500 to podcasts, uh, sooner than later. Oh, yeah. He's, he's who I'm picking. Uh, but yes, go follow, uh, Grant at slingy 24, uh, for great Cavs takes Mavs takes. And of course, NAS car takes um i was gonna try finding a way of making nabs but that's not a thing um navigate your way to his twitter uh you can also follow ruben at reddit mavericks you can find me at don underscore denim uh please read our articles at mffls.com thank you so much for submitting questions for listening and for just being awesome fans in general this has been our all-star uh weekend recap of sorts uh it's good talking ball with you guys uh gentlemen y'all have a great rest of your day and this has been the hoops of happy visons podcast enjoy the rest of your week later guys bye bye oh wait before we before we stop uh <laughs> i forgot um join the patreon it's literally oh, yeah, a patron. dollar it's, it's a oh, dollar yeah. and we do watch parties for every fucking game <laughs> every fucking um, game every game um, including I think tonight we're doing the all-star game too, which is like, whatever, <laughs> but, uh, do that. Um, again, thank you, Grant for coming on. And I had one more thing. Oh my God. What my brain, um, eh, whatever. If I remember, I'll remember it later. <laughs> oh, also, oh, sorry. This was the, uh, we probably aren't going to record next week just because I think we all need a break. Um, yes. and there's only gonna be, there's only gonna be one game to talk about and you know, and so, we're all uh, getting hammered for my birthday. We're all oh, we get, that's right. Horizons. Let's all go. Right. All right. Anyway, uh, I'll see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.